everyone, and welcome to a special episode of No Visa Podcast. We're here today with a special guest to bring you some delightful experiences traveling around the world. We are here to showcase the experiences of Black and ethnic minority travelers and give you juicy insider info. My name is Tessie and I am at As Told by Mansa on Instagram. And hopefully I'm going to be getting you the best gossip from our special guest. I'm going to pass you to my delightful host. Hello guys, I'm Tola. You can find me on Instagram at Tola's Adventures, where I show you my adventures around the world and London. I'm so happy to be here with Tessie today, interviewing our special guest, where we'll be squeezing out of our all our juicy travel stories, tips and tricks to help you make and plan your trips better. Ah, so special guest, introducing yourself, drumroll. Hi everyone, my name is Adebisi. I'm the founder of the brand Aduket Travel Journey. You can find me on Instagram by my name Aduket Africa. So awesome. what I do, I love traveling and I create a brand who help African millenniums with born African parents who are overwhelmed with how to connect deeper with the African continent to start their own journey. So that's one of my goals. That sounds that's amazing. Sounds straight amazing. off the bat. Yeah, straight off the bat. And what's, what's inspired you to do this? What, what's, what's the story behind starting this um, organization? Oh, the story is my own journey of connecting with my roots. I grew up in an African household for sure, but I didn't often visit my own country with my parents. So I had to go there by myself and first time with my dad and then I, then I was by myself. And I wanted to have my own experience, no, not see everything through my dad's experience because that was just family stuff. And I, I just noticed that I love traveling a lot. It's like a um, coping system for me. So I was like, mm. okay, I'll go everywhere and any continent, but I don't know my continent. So that was a bit shameful for me. So that's why I'm starting this. Wow. That is awesome. incredible. Awesome. Motivational, really. Yeah, it really is. And listening to you is just like letting a land go in my head because I have a similar experience. But how has it been for you, you know, going back to your roots and discovering it, you know, for yourself? Oh, how has that been? I was born in Benin, but I didn't grow up there. And the first experience was a bit tough and rough because I went back with my dad and it was all about staying home, visiting people I never seen in my life. I don't know why. <laughs> and I had to say hello to them. So we have we were very disconnecting on that first trip. And mm. that, that that raised a lot of issue. But we make it. We made it back because the second trip I went for my by myself and I was only focused on the main city, Porto Novo and Cotonou. And I didn't do that much, but I was going step by step by myself, doing things by myself. And I, I had my dad notice that he can if, he cannot hold me back anymore because I pay my own bills. I can pay my own ticket, book my own hotel, everything by myself. So he has to manage and organize himself around my trip and make it possible because he couldn't hold me back anymore. So that was my second experience. But I was still a bit afraid. I, I was still having a scarcity mindset, so I didn't do much. But mm. I went to the museum, to the beach, chill, nothing very extra. And this mm. year, I went all the way in, and mm. my dad really supported this journey. And I just have my own driver, my own car, and every morning, 7 a.m., I was out. <laughs> so I went everywhere, and that was so great. So I'm so grateful for this experience, and I can't wait to go back. Yes. I mean, you're saying, Daddy, I'm a big girl now. <laughs> so so. Uh, how are we going to do this? <laughs> because either you manage to organize things, around my stay there or I'm still going to go. So wow. what's the did you option? get the um 
did you get there? You, if you live under my roof, you do what I, I say. I, oh, I left home at 18. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> that was not... <laughs> I was by myself doing my thing very early. So that that was not even an option. <laughs> wow. So you're, you're a boss of your own anyway. <laughs> so... Yeah, Tola and I have have teenagers at home, and I can only I don't I'm not going to say wait, but I can only imagine this conversation in five years time for me or three years time when they're like, yeah, I'm the boss of my own. I'm like, eh, boss of who? No, it's not like it's not like you're boss of your own. It's like, can you even raise your voice? It's like you are just speaking and saying the facts. The fact is that. I will, I will just go. So how are we going to do this? So at some point, you guys, you are more open-minded than my parents and then your parents. So you already took your children to trips and you like discovering stuff. So I think this conversation will be more easy with you guys having than her parents. Us. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I'd be pushing my kids out the house even if they didn't want to travel with me. Like, okay, you you you'll be Those booking your are... own trip at the same time. Honestly. <laughs> so yeah. Honest. No, that's oh, that that's amazing. So and and where else to... hmm. What? Can you repeat please? No, go ahead, Tola. Say what you were saying. Oh, I said it was just so lovely to share your own genuine experience. You know, that's what this is about, to hear real people's stories of how they started, what inspired them. But, you know, you've not told us yet what you get out of it. What does it do for you? Oh, what I get out of it is, like, I grew up in here and I learned, I'm very, I learned everything about French history. I don't know. French education is very special. You get to visit a lot of museum, go a lot of trees when you are in school, primary school and everything. Mm-hmm. Know a lot about the story of France, but I don't see myself in those stories. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. growing up, I was like, okay, I'm French, but I'm still black, I'm still African. I know I maybe grew up with the culture and the food from Benin, but I don't know Benin history. And I'm very mm. somebody who loves going to museum, going to exhibition, going to visit all the historical places. And I don't visit something who's related to who I am. Mm. So that's how everything started when I was maybe 20, 21. Before that, I didn't even care about Benin or Africa. I was living my best life. But that's, I don't know what happened at that age. I was like, okay. You're doing this, this, this. And I was finding myself more attracted, wanted to know more about who I am. And mm. also being Yoruba is very special because even you're in your name, you know who mm. you are and all the praise that's come with it. So when you start getting interested in all of this, you say, okay, I have to go back. And one day yes. I was in a plane to Spain and somebody was talking about Benin. He did this, 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 this. And I was like, what did I do? <laughs> I was born there. And, I, and he was a white guy. And I was like, okay, no, I need, I need, I need to address this. this guy, I cannot be on plane hearing about my country from somebody else. And I don't know it. Mm-hmm. So that's how all this happened and grew to what I, where I am today. Literally, you have dropped some deep, a deeper conversation here about the fact that your roots, even if you try and run away from them, they are still attached to you in your name, in 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 your through your ancestors, in your culture, in your personality. Your roots are still attached to you, and the history of Benin has so much to do with the history of the whole of West Africa you know with with the history of where we came from as as black as african people so that is really really deep that you delved into that at 20 i think it took me longer than that probably (laughs) (laughs) it took me a while probably till like 25 that i was like too late maybe because i made the first trip at 20 that's why with my dad and that's all that's that's what that was the source of all the question 
Mm. Yeah. No, but even then, I, I, I grew, I traveled through West Africa um, at six till like nine, ten. But that understanding wasn't still there till recently. I started asking questions like I'm not Yoruba. I'm I'm from Urobo Kingdom. And I started asking, OK, what does this surname mean? Who are our people? Because we got told that people in the village or witches or whatever. And, you know, now I'm planning a trip where I'm going to go to the village. I want to know the source of, of my awesomeness and my, you know, all these amazing things. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So connecting back to those roots is so key for us in diaspora. It's so key for Americans as well and all sorts of Africans all over the world. And that's what you're tapping into even from 20. That's amazing. That's a big deal, you know. So, Tessie, you want to go and meet your village witches? Let's go and meet them. Ah, I will go from there. Ah, We are going to scatter the place together. Literally, we're going (laughs) to... Let's go and say hello. And one of my projects also, after visiting Abome in uh, Benin, I want to go to Oyo State, the roots of of my people Ooh. and I'm so I need to organize this with my dad and his brothers I need to go Absolutely. there that's also cool but like from 20 me. it took me until 28 to realize fully what I wanted so I'm mm-hmm. I'm here for Oyo Oyo State is on the list <laughs> Absolutely. let me know if you need any help with Oyo because my dad lives there oh okay thank you that would be lovely <laughs> not at all this is I am so for this like I'm getting so much and you're even helping me think like wow you know and this is what it's about you know inspiring thoughts and people because sometimes we get so comfortable as well that you know you fulfill your soul you fulfill you Mm -hmm. in ways that are very different going to French museum I'm going to still do that do this but Mm -hmm. hearing about my family name has I heard it in, when I was visiting uh, Abome Palace because um, Daome Kingdom was under your your supervision during a time. Mm-hmm. And hearing my family and everything, it hits you different. It hits you different. It does. Absolutely. So, that's an, it's okay. like feeding your own soul. <laughs> this wow. is thought provoking, wow. honestly. Wow. This is thought provoking. I don't know if you watched. Um, Journey of an African Colony no. on Netflix. Oh no, I haven't watched it. Oh, you should see it. It's worth a good watch. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and and it covers it covers some of what you're talking about is really insightful and and Tola, like you were you've you've also spoken to me about you know doing a lot more African tourism, delving into your roots as well. So this is something that really resonates with us and hopefully with our listeners as well. Absolutely, absolutely. It's key and I suppose the time is now because a lot of us now have this platforms where we can showcase Africa, you know. And the thing is we have to put the onus on ourselves to do it because who's gonna do it for us? You know, we, we have this platform and we have to use it wisely. Every little impact count. Every little impact. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, there's so much as well, so much negativity associated with traveling to Africa that we have to, you know, do something to bust this mix because, you know, everywhere has something that, you know, is what's scaring you or something negative that they're known for. But we still be going even there. Paris. We- even Paris. Even Paris. <laughs> People get rubbed in metro every day. My friend has a lost phone. So but, let's be know, real about everything. Yeah. And strings of people are still jumping on a plane and going there. So it's just a matter of being streetwise and, you know, using common sense. So, yeah, it's definitely on time to, you know, show Africa and see what it's like. And uh, as you said, it's almost such a shameful thing that, you know, we don't even know so much. Or I ask it for myself. I don't even, I can't boast that I know so much, but at least it's something that I know needs to be done. Yeah. That's oh, thank you for this. Yeah, this is really true. so. Um, <laughs> yeah, goosebumps, really. And and what do you do for a living? How do you plan your travels and fit yeah. it around your work and your life, okay. balancing everything? So I have a finance background. I work in banking. In, uh, big girl things. So like this is like the serious thing <laughs> that I have in my life. 
it's quite maybe for some people it's quite boring everything related to finance and accounting but for me it's quite stimulating and it's very structured and i like structure so that that's my field mm. and the way i balance it is with my um, i optimize all my uh, days off mm. and the fact that i I'm only having to respond to myself, so it's more easy to book trips and to go. So that's basically how I finance it. And I also use a lot of budget because mm. I'm a finance person. So uh-huh. even the oil trip has its own saving already. So mm. that's, that's the way I think. I don't know when I'm going to do this, but even $10 every month away from this is already something. Wow. You've dropped gems there that so in your future travels, you can start planning towards now. Even if wow. you don't know when the time, just put 10, 10. At some point, you'll see, ah, this is 1,000. Wow. So true. So true. So true. And I'm a big fan of, of saving funds and wallets. I have so many wallets, wallets, wallets <laughs> <laughs> for all my trips. <laughs> even if it's not for a trip, even for life you need to have emergency saving i think covid is the bigger lesson for this for everybody even if you are not going anywhere you need to have at least three months emergency fund i think you don't know what can happen tomorrow that's very true that's very true and i suppose it's tough for young people to get those funds sometimes because of the job market um, but I still say to people, whatever you can put away, even if you don't have a lot, you know, cut that little yeah. thing there. Even when I was a save student. Save on that little thing. Yeah. Five pounds is enough per month. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Just whatever do you can put. whatever you can today. do. Because it's the habit. The fact that you put this as a habit, you will keep it. And that will That's help true. you through everything in life. Even if it's That's five true. or it's like running. You just you just need to do it, even if it's five minutes. At some point, two years, you are running five miles. Mm. True. Oh, true. Yeah. Very, very true. Very, very true. So, you know, what we wanted to ask you as well is, you know, as a black traveler, I know we've talked a lot about, yeah. you know, what you want to do in terms of Africa. But I know that you're well-traveled as well. So we want to get your experience of what it's like traveling you know, as a black female, what your experience is like, you know, you can share your worst or best travel experience. We'll leave it to you to tell us about, you know, one that sticks out in your mind. Yeah, I think I have been very lucky. Thank God. (laughs) I didn't have a lot of big issue as a black woman, but also I have, I always share my location with one of my cousins. She will know every, even, even the worst thing I have done in my life. She knows where I'm at, at least, to ring the bell if needed. Mm. And also, I I really do not do a lot of nightlife if I'm by myself. That's personally one of my chores. So I don't go in the nightlife when I'm by myself. And one of my worst experiences was in South Africa, in Joburg, Johannesburg. And okay. it was like some. Pe- I was uh, just going to buy some food, and I I ran into a taxi man. He was speaking to me his language. I didn't understand his language. I don't know why he thought because I have at that point I already have very short hair, like nothing, one centimeters. Like maybe he took me from a girl from there, and I didn't respond. I was saying sorry, and he thought I was playing him. So he shook me and that was maybe one of my worst experience. So then I ran away and I just continued my journey. So I would just advise to just in Johannesburg, it's better to go from point A to point B by Uber. Mm. So that would be one of my worst experiences. If not, I feel quite safe and Mm. confident in everything that I do. So what was this fun going around? Okay, nice. So overall, there's not been anything that stuck out, you know, to you as a black traveler getting treated differently from other people where you go. Not really. Not really, no. 
Maybe in Thailand, it was like looking at me different, funny. But I understand they don't see a lot of black people in Asia. So (laughs) I understand. But they they were not like rude of anything. They were just curious. Fair enough. Fair enough. Makes sense. And, And just on that note then, how many countries have you visited so far? Uh, I think more than 20, between wow, 20 wow. and 25, because even as a child, I I, I travel uh, with my dad, with his job moving, so maybe okay. 20, yeah. Wow, I told you, big girl things, like, I didn't even know, <laughs> I didn't even know where that was in West Africa, mate. <laughs> Holiday, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> But I also um, visit a lot of, I do, every, like, every two months, I go on a weekend somewhere in Europe. So that also is fly. It's like, hmm. not that much. Nice. Um, what, what are some of those places? Where have you been in Europe? I love Lisbon. Lisbon is my city. I love that city. This city is so amazing. Yeah, so, so- the food is so great. <laughs> Someone's so nice, and the city has a great soul. You feel something when you're in the city. Wow! Someone's supposed to be going with me to Lisbon, but I don't know if they're coming. You you enjoy yourself, (laughs) and let me tell you, if you want to brunch, I got you. (laughs) I will send you to places. Okay, I will be coming to you for that Lisbon plan when when the person books their ticket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, a, this sign. is so this is a sign. I'm taking it as a sign. I've been thinking about it since now, so I've taken this as a sign. And it's not even expensive. That's a yes, thing. Really, that's that's good to know. I mean, my ticket is booked. I'm ready to go. So he's just um <laughs> just yesterday for people. Tola book your ticket. So that's that's what How do you know it's her? Tola book your ticket. How did you know it's her? How did you know? <laughs> so see, you're so good. You knew you knew it's her. <laughs> oh. Thank you so much. I'll be coming to you yeah. in your DMs or your number and getting yeah. getting with some pleasure, water. With pleasure, with pleasure. That'll be awesome. So, with all this, you know, great travel experience that you have, you know, extensive travel experience. What advice would you give, you know, a novice traveler, someone that you know, like you were when you started off your travel journey at twenties, looking to start out? What type of tips would you give them? I think first you should like consider a local trip. If you've never mm-hmm. been so far from everybody, just mm-hmm. consider the city like at two hours train from you or three hours uh, fly. Don't go that far. Stay in your country mm-hmm. and uh, go local and visit places. Give your information to a very, a very close friend that, you know, she will get on that plane to go come and get you. Like somebody is serious. <laughs> share your location with her with that person and uh, just visit make a plan go on google or on youtube there are a lot of vlogs by cities search them and see what you like to do and choose your activities just shot like like for a weekend and see how this goes before just going everywhere Popping every and every places. <laughs> yeah, let's let's, let's start slowly because I know traveling might not be for everybody. I love travel, but I was uh, Nespa doing three years in Miami, and I was like, my cousin was supposed to get married in Lagos, and this was like a twenty-four hours journey. Because of Corona, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't go. But I was like, Miami is too far from Africa for me. So I love exploring, going around, doing, going to A, B, C, but like Miami, like America is too far from Africa for me. Like 24 hours trip, you have to pass by Dubai. I was like, Mm-mm. this, I, I cannot do it. I that place. So you have to know your limits. I just 
I just woke up and I was like, okay, Miami, this is going to, this is, this is just for a time. Mm. <laughs> I cannot be that far from Africa. So <laughs> even when you love traveling and exploring, you have to know your limits and what you can put up with. Mm. That was, that was awesome. one of mine. <laughs> That's solid advice, isn't it? Definitely. I definitely agree with that. Know your limits. That's very, very key. Stay local when you're starting out, plan ahead, do your research, let people know where you are, you know, don't stick out like a sun Let people know where you are, because Mm -hmm. hmm, things can still happen. Nothing happened to me, thank God, but we live in this world. True, true. Thanks for sharing. Oh, so where's the best place you've been so far? The best place, like... You're going to make fun of me. For me, it's still bedded because oh, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still in that hype, you know. <laughs> I just came back in February and I'm still in the hype of bedding because I'm so amazed by it. But mm. to be fair, the city that amazed me the most was not in Benin because Benin is like not a, it's not a fair choice. Let me think, let me think. I think mm, it's a hard one, isn't it? Let me see. The most beautiful beach I ever seen was in St. Petersburg in Florida. Okay. It's on the Gulf of Mexico. The sand is white and the water is turquoise. Wow. This is a magical place. Like, it was so beautiful. I didn't even want to go back. Mm. The Gulf of Mexico has the most beautiful beaches in the world. Wow. See, I didn't know that. And mm. I wouldn't And have- the city is so, like, a retro 80s. You have, like, motel, American motel and everything. And okay. it was very cute. This was, like, the most beautiful beach I've ever seen. And and yeah, but for my heart is beating. <laughs> nice. I mean, this is what this podcast is about because you just dropped a gem there that I'm sure a lot of people would never have thought about. I've never thought about St. Petersburg in Florida. I've never even heard of it to oh, begin God. with. You so. should go. This is like a like a diamond. So, but it's a white city. Let me be clear. It's a very white city. So you won't mm. see a lot of people like you, but you can enjoy yourself. Okay. Okay. And there's no kind of like attitude towards... No, you know. not really. Not really. But you feel like... We were counting with my friends the number of black people we meet. And when we meet them, we say, hello, how are you doing? Hello, how did you see? We were like, this. We saw two people. And they were so happy to see us also. So yeah. it was fun. It was fun, but... Wow, and that's in America, not Eastern Europe. Yeah. That says a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's good. Oh, that's the question I had in mind. Yeah. You know the way you know you, you see somewhere and you're like, oh, I want you know, just like what you've described now about this place is awesome. So have you been somewhere where you know you went based off the hype and then it was like, what? Oh, and I was disappointed. I'm mm-hmm. never disappointed by my travel, by my destination, but I don't like mm-hmm. Berlin. That's the only city I can. What? <laughs> I already told you. <laughs> city. I don't like that city. What? <laughs> I don't like that city. I love the history, the museum, the like the vibe that city gave me. I don't know. I'm like unsure. I'm like you need to come with me. <laughs> I love Berlin. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That's the only city I'm like. Uh, I've been once. I don't want to go again. Like, okay. No. <laughs> but 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 what about the TV tower? That tall building in the city center. What about well, two for one? I'm in love and... with Stuttgart in in Germany. But I don't like oh, Berlin. Okay. But I, the TV tower, yeah. 
resources, tools, alongside with grounding travel experience in order to encourage mm-hmm. people to travel more to Africa and to put more mm-hmm. African countries on the travel list and mm-hmm. maybe show them the step that I took to bound with my country. So through the lens of Benin, I want every people from uh, who are African millennials who are curious or hesitant about the journey, because this is also about your own journey, like your personal growth. So how did I did I did my journey to bond with my country? So through the lens of Benin. So how can you also do your own journey? Go at your own pace, step by step to to bond with your country. So that's the vision that I have, and and I hope everybody can just enhance the tourism economy in Africa, because this is a great way to develop Africa. Absolutely. Fantastic. I totally agree. And, you know, I can't wait to see all of it. Yeah. I'm definitely supportive of that. So Yeah, I have to put in the work now. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's something I'm passionate about as well. So, yeah, can't wait to see it. That's I wish great. you the very, very best of oh, luck with it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. So, guys, look up for Aduke Africa and all that she has in store. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're most welcome. Definitely. Uh, so, just quickly, those those quick fire questions, because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you ready yes. for those quick fire questions? Yes. Yeah. All right. Do you want to get started, Tola? Okay. So, are you a beach babe or a city girl? What type of holidays do you like? Beach babe. Like, don't mess around. But I love also rooftop in city. But if I choose beach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> it definitely does and you know when you travel do you prefer the aisle or the, wind- or the window seat windows let's have a great view <laughs> let's look forward for where we are going <laughs> wow so if you are in the aisle seat who do you think should have the armrest really as long as I'm arriving where I'm going, I don't even care. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna. Have, you're gonna be like this. I don't care. As long you're as gonna, I get into destination safe, you can have anything. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be crossing your hands on your chest in the aisle. Mind. As long as, <laughs> as, long as nice. I'm getting to the destination. <laughs> Okay, okay, and then you're on. You're on the plane. You really need to go to the toilet. Do you squat on the plane or do you hold it till your destination? Oh, I will squat. I will go to the toilet and squat. <laughs> you are going to hurt yourself. <laughs> you are going to oh, you hold it back. It's natural. <laughs> Everybody does it. We are human. <laughs> let's, let's share everything. Wow. Because some people think um, plane toilets are a bit dirty and stuff, so... They don't like going on the plane. Oh, you just put every tissue paper on it. I would do it because my stomach and I'm too sensible. I you don't want to risk no UTI. Oh God, no. But you have, but you have to plan it well. I don't eat really. I, I when I travel, I drink a lot, but it's like I'm on a fasting thing because I get I can get really easily sick. So. Mm. I really don't eat that much. Like, I pay attention. I will eat bread and something, but not mixture of sauce or anything. I'm very careful <laughs> on what I eat. Makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Diarrhea and the plane don't work together. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on from that. <laughs> yeah. Do you are you like a luxurious traveler or are you prudent with your money and you like budget travel? What way do you travel? I think I'm in, you? I am in the middle because I won't do the backpacking and like washing myself in the river. I'm not that girl. Yeah. I'm not the people who will go on safari for five days <laughs> and they, they have to 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 take the the, the, the 
the bath in the river. I'm not that girl. I'm in the I middle. I don't know who that is. Who do backpacking in the forest or in national park and they brush their teeth with the water in the river? You don't know this no. people. I'm not that no. girl, but I'm not just less sorry. I'm. I think I'm in the quite in the middle. I like my comfort. I like sleeping in bed. Even when I was broke, I never did hostel or anything. I, that's why I'm very good at planning. I don't. I like. I restrict myself from going out or eating out a lot, so I will be able to have a very pleasant time when I'm traveling. But mm. I'm not going for all of three. Makes sense. Okay. Makes a lot. Sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. And are you Airbnb or resorts, hotels? Airbnb a lot. I think. Yeah. Res- okay. I don't like to be restricted by the time to eat, time to come back by the like resort all inclusive and everything. Cool. What else did we want to ask you? So do you prefer to, you know, get on your flight and get your day started early or do you prefer a late flight? Mm, I'm a early person, early morning. I wake up every day at six thirty, so I don't mind going just early and starting my day. Especially if I'm going on the weekend in Europe. I will book the flight at five. I don't mind. I've started my day over there. Yeah. Any flights yet? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. Oh. <coughs> that oh. sick. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and do you prefer to travel solo or travel with someone? I prefer traveling solo. <laughs> yeah. That's my girl. Because I love doing what I want to do. And I love keeping myself on schedule. And I have a very, I have a best friend. She's my cousin. I can go anywhere with her with no issue. She will just, Mm. she's like me, waking up early on vacation at 6 a.m. We have to be there, 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 do this, 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 catching the sunrise and everything. (laughs) So if you match my energy, I would love to share a travel experience with you. But if you don't, that would be a bit frustrating for me because Mm -hmm. I went on a Bahamas cruise with some people I barely know when I was in Miami. And we were at Naxos since 8 a.m. These people get out of the thing the boat at 11 i was pissed i was pissed i didn't i didn't maximize my time so <laughs> i really travel with somebody who's like me yeah mm. yeah that's what i was gonna say just find people that are more matching your energy yeah. i don't go on vacation to sleep i can mm. do this at home yeah it can be done (laughs) do you know me and Tessie were having a conversation yesterday about you know when you're abroad yes I brought it here Tessie (laughs) absolutely do it do it that's right (laughs) um so I'm keen to know like you're out in a foreign country and you know a guy sends you a drink do you say yes thank you or do you be like no thanks no thanks uh, I, if you are with me and you order the drink and I see the drink, I will drink it. But if you just send me the drink, oh, oh, no. I love my life. Yeah, that's what I was I saying. I love my like, life. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You have to see them order the drink in front of you. Yeah, they say you order whatever and you I want. And I see the barman pour it, I will drink it with pleasure. Yeah. But if you thank send you. me a drink okay. away, I would okay. say, oh, thank you. That's nice of you. Yeah. yeah. And and second one, you're with your friends. You meet mm-hmm. a bunch of tourists yeah. and they invite you to their party, boat party, Airbnb, hotel party, whatever. Do you say no thanks or you go? If I'm with my friends and there is like at least two guys, I will go. If I'm by myself and we are all in girls, I'm not going. Okay. Well, if if your your friends are just girls, you're not going. No. But if you're in a group that's got guys and girls, yeah. then you're okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't know, you don't know then, what people are thinking. <laughs> and then ask ask her the one about the locals and your schedule, your itinerary. Oh, okay. 
What one was that? So you've already planned your schedule, your itinerary. Oh. When you get mm-hmm. to the place, the lo- you meet a local that says, I want to hang out with you. I'll take you everywhere. Do you go with them or do you say, nope, I'm on schedule. Sorry, bye. Do you know your people in your village? (laughs) Do you know your people in your village? You guys are funny. Do you know where you you are going? What is the plan? I'm not going off. I'm going to stick to my itinerary. It's fine. fine. I think either way is fine. Either way you can be surprised, but I maybe I have trust issue, but I don't trust easily. Yeah, it's not the trust I'm willing to take. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can be you can be in a bad bad plan. Yeah, mm. stuff that's, happen. I think maybe it depends on the on the country also. Maybe you are in. Yeah, you know, like. When I went first went to Marrakesh, um, I was with the girls. We were looking for where to book our tours. And then some guys like, listen, I'm local. Don't buy from these tourist places. Follow me. I mean, I guess we were a few of us. So we started following this guy. and He's walking, 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 walking. We're thinking, where is he going? And he's walking through these, you know, Marrakesh has these like... Um, Sook. Yeah, yeah, that are very yeah, soups yeah. and stuff. Everywhere's very yeah. like narrow week corridor. I'm thinking, guys, like we might die, so I love you. It's been real. And then finally he gets to this kiosk because that's all they can afford. Yeah. They can't be in the Gemna Elfana Square. They can only afford these kiosks inside. And we got the cheapest deal known to man for quad biking. They picked us from our hotel, which was like in Timbuktu away from town. They gave us food, everything. And I think from that day, yeah, I was like, listen, although I might be scared, I'm more willing to take a risk and just leave my schedule. Because we had everything planned already. We're going to do this. We're going to do. But the way the guys sorted it out, we even ended up going to another city, um, Agadir. So we went to Agadir quite affordably as well. Yeah. So from there, I think my orientation with trust kind of changed with, with when I meet locals. With other tourists, I think I was always open, but with locals, I wasn't sure. But from that one, I was like, okay, I'm done with the locals as yeah, well. Let's go. That's, that's a great experience. You see, you share that yeah. with me. Maybe next time I will I'll react different. <laughs> but Tolis Tolis acting me for a reason. She's judging me. So I'm like, I am I so. she's like she's like, that girl is so dangerous. <laughs> but she was not alone at least. She was not alone. Oh, she be getting in class like, oh yeah, you give me a free lift. Yes, thank you. Hell no. <laughs> literally, literally, like literally. When I'm alone, when I'm together, to be fair, I don't travel alone. Okay. I don't see the point for me personally, because like Tola pointed out to me, she travels alone to be alone, experience experience things alone. I travel alone and I collect the whole village where I am. And then they become all your friends. They are traveling with you at some point. So in the end, it's like, we might as well all travel together. I meet like five, six people a day. I start chatting to them. We're off to a party. So for me, it's like, I'm not trying to be alone. It's not my thing at all. I'm trying to get lit, get turned. So I enjoy group group uh, travel and also solo travel. I enjoy yeah, both. either one. Yeah, enjoy awesome. You know, you guys are actually you're motivating me. I might find that place where I'm gonna be like, this is just for me. Let me just go and focus on myself, maybe for the day. Anyway, yeah, and then you can the day for the day, day. <laughs> yeah. you come back and maybe you have another idea in your head for you, Absolutely. and you'll I be like, "Oh, that. I I didn't know I love to do this." Literally, like I was telling Tola, I went to in Bucharest. I hung out for the day by myself, and it took and so it. much strength say no to people because people would come up to me like can I sit with you can I eat and I'd have the conversation I'm like oh but I have to eat by myself now and I felt so pained oh. because I don't <laughs> I don't turn you know, people away yeah, I'm like yeah, hang out with me <laughs> so it can only be for 
day, I think, oh. after that. <laughs> You'll crack after 10 hours or something. Literally, literally. <laughs> but yeah, this has been fact like i love talking with you at abc and Tola, like, I, I love spending great. spending this time with you and i learn i'm learning also from you guys so that's great definitely that's so tell tell our listeners how they can find you where can they go to see all your content and all your platforms so you can find me on instagram at aduke africa and you can also Find me on uh, on my website. I write article about my journey at aducatetraveljourney.com. So you can find me on those both. Fantastic. Awesome. And hopefully we can drop that in the description for the episode as well. Um, if you've been listening, this is No Visa Required. It is this podcast showcase the experiences of black and ethnic minority travelers. We've dropped a lot of gems. Um, I've, I've called Tola out for not booking that Lisbon trip. So stay tuned to hear. <laughs> stay tuned to hear Please about that. <laughs> and i hope you've enjoyed this episode where we squeeze so much gems out of our special guest and i'll pass you on to my delightful co-host i'm tessie at as told by mansa don't forget to follow us on no visa podcast on instagram and you can follow me as well on at as told by mansa on instagram on tiktok and on pinterest Hi guys, I'm Tola. You can find me on Instagram at Tola's Adventures where I share my travels around the world and London. Thanks, Tessie, for dragging me out. I'm looking closely now into... I'm getting on Skyscanner after this, so you can leave me alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I hope you've learned a thing or two or inspired to, you know, get up and get out of your comfort zones. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> See you all soon. Bye. <laughs>